0: Hello and welcome to Easter Saturday's Evening Reflection Because it's Easter, I'd like to do something a little bit different today and it will take just a little bit longer but um, I hope you can bear with me What I'd like to do is bring to you a part of a story from A Symphony in Sand by Calvin Miller. The flyleaf of the book says that A Symphony in Sand is a classic confrontation between faith and sense. It is a mixture of fantasy, fact, fiction and feeling in a memorable drama of spirit and flesh contending over events surrounding time's most significant moment, that moment being the birth, life and death of Jesus Christ. We join the story with a man named Imperius when he is on his deathbed. He has the plague, the plague has just gone through his town, it's decimated it, it's taken his wife and he's feeling pretty alone in the world. And so at that moment, he sees in a fevered state, a lion and a child in his room. And the lion says to him that God is going to be coming into the world in the form of the child and that this child as a man will be just as susceptible to the plague will face the loneliness of dying and face everything else and deal with everything else that imperius faces he also makes a promise a gift that he will not die until he has seen and met the this child well Imperius falls into a delirium, his fever breaks and he recovers. Every waking moment, he's looking forward to meeting this child. One night, however, his sleep unfolded in a vision so majestic, he woke up in another time. At last, He understood the glory of his waiting for a little child, for he saw the man the child would become. The child-made man was tall, with eyes that pierced the gloom, and yet absorbed all pain and hurt, and cleaned the wounds of lepers just by looking on them. The child-made man walked forth into the streets and passed his shadow over thronged cities. He passed a crumpled soul wrapped in self-pity, begging by a wall. Why do you beg? The child man asked. I must beg to live, the beggar answered. My feet are useless clubs that will not carry me. Look on me. My name is Liberty, the child man cried. The beggar looked. His feet were suddenly made strong. He rose upward, steadied himself against a nearby wall and then walked, made whole by joy. The child man smiled and in that instant fell. His feet were now just stiffened clubs on which he could not walk. The gnarled, the beggar's gnarled crutches lay yet upon the ground. He now used them to pull himself upward and hobble slowly down the lane. I am Liberty, he cried, made swift by beggar's crutches. He walked on through the dreaming mists of human misery until he met a youth whose face was torn by scars. Her weeping made his soul reach out. Why do you weep? Why do you cry? The child man asked. Can you not see? I fell into fire when but a child, and now my disfigurement is but a mask of ugliness that forbids all hope of living in a world secure and made warm with friendship. Look on me, my name is Hope, the child man commanded. The girl looked. And as she gazed, her scars gradually sunk in new, soft skin, but broke like ugly calluses of hate upon his own face. Her countenance became clean and young and beautiful. The child man in that moment became a thing grotesque. She ran off into the distance and her joy was wondrous great, but not as great as his. Leaning hard on his crutches and through a face made ugly by his own desiring, he cried after her, I am hope made beautiful by craving ugliness. I am liberty made swift by beggars' crutches, he sang, and hobbled slowly up a long, defiant hill. In but a while, he came across an old man shivering in the cold shadows of early evening. He was naked, and the night would soon steal his life. Have you no coat? the child man asked. I had one but it was stolen. Look on me, my name is Love. He twisted from his own coat and gave it to the man. His giving left him nearly naked and unprotected in the night. The man had received his coat walked into streets made warm by knowing that his nights would be endurable. The child man smiled. I am love that made warm by nakedness. I am hope made beautiful by craving ugliness. I am liberty, made swift by beggars' crutches. At last, his hobbling brought him through a thousand sunsets and vast fields of misery. He stopped and shuddered at what lay before him. He grimaced as he faced a distant hill, for there he saw three gallows, He hobbled to their centre, his eyes filled with tears. For on the first gallows, he saw the man whose feet he'd taken as his own. Did you but make me strong to let me die? The dying man confronted him. The child man wept, but gave no answer. On the second gallows was the girl. My face is clean. You gave me both relationships and friends, but only for an hour like this, the child man reached to her, his eyes blinded by his tears. On the third gallows was the man who owned his coat, a coat now drenched in dying. Was my coat warm? The child man probed. Was it warm, child man? Did you but make me warm to face the chill of death? We're all dying, can't you see? all you did for us was temporary all your gifts were but for our little needs now we face the terror from which no one is ever free do you not care we're dying 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 his hanging lovers all watched as he hobbled to the centre of their triple dying. He climbed upon an empty gallows, hanged himself until his hands and feet bore all their wounds. Then his head collapsed towards the earth. There, dying east. Their ropes came free, their hands and feet could move again, and they climbed down. The child man smiled, his final precious words soared somehow sonnet-like. I am love made warm by nakedness, I am hope made beautiful by craving ugliness. I am liberty made swift by beggar's crutches. I am life that makes alive by dying. Alive and free, the trio walked away and passed a woman struggling up the hill, but paid her no attention. Soon she stood beneath the centre gallows. The child man looked down, their eyes met. I was afraid you'd come, he said. Oh, son, was the planet worth all this? She gestured to his hanging form, should love, Bleed out its last for a world so self-concerned to pity all its whispers when it has lost the volume of its voice. You loved but have no lovers? Where are those for whom this price is paid? His tears fell down to see her hurt, her tears fell too, their weeping birthed a river mighty in its grace. Imperius awoke, his face was wet, he cried unto dark, more dark even than that which he had known when Emma left him. Should love in any world know such a fate? Oh, glorious is this child that I await. Well, I will see you tomorrow evening on Easter Sunday. Bye for now.